G'day guys, it's Tony Palala from Oily Physiotherapy here. Just thought I'd have a chance to sit down and maybe go through a few um, few tips and a few uh, bits of advice regarding ankle sprains. And if you've ever had an ankle sprain before, or if you haven't right now, this information may seem more important and relevant to you now, but you never know, you might need the information in the future. So have a lend an ear and let's see what we can come up with. Well, first of all, ankle sprains are very common in multi-directional sports. And the evidence suggests that ankle sprains account for approximately 25% of all sporting injuries. That's a pretty big amount. And in fact, one sprain occurs in every 10,000 people every day. But this, uh, this isn't the only uh, finding that I was amazed at. The most alarming finding is that up to 40% of sprains can become ongoing problems. And this indicates to me that after an ankle sprain, the natural recovery is not always consistent and reliable. And that means that it doesn't always get better over time. And the second thing it reminds me of is that it's important to get specific advice and early injury assessment to improve long-term recovery. So to help, to help us understand what an ankle sprain is, let's quickly explain how it's caused. Well, obviously the foot is twisted suddenly under load and as it's twisted it's over, it causes an overstretching of the ligaments on the outside of your ankle. Now if you actually haven't studied anatomy before, ligaments are, are parts of the soft tissue of the body, they are, they are stabilizers and they connect bone to bone. So they're very important for keeping the joint stable. If the, joint, if the ligaments are overstretched, you can get different degrees of injury ranging from micro tears, partial tears, and complete ruptures. Later on, I'll discuss with you some of the time frames that are required to recover from these types of injuries. But when it comes to getting an injury like this, what do we experience? Well, I suppose the first thing we experience is intense symptoms. And we also experience a degree of functional loss. So what does intense symptoms mean? Well, when you, when you tear or stretch a ligament, it causes damage bleeding and inflammation and that causes sensitization of all the nerve endings in that area. What do we feel? We feel pain and it's localized to the outside of the ankle. We have swelling and bruising and obviously as, as we have pain and swelling we're unable to load the foot, walk and stand or move the foot and ankle. So what, do we, what should we do once an ankle injury occurs? Well, first of all, apply first aid, and it's immediate. Injury management is very important in the first 12 to 24 hours, and long-term recoveries are improved if the protocols for first aid are put into place early. The first aid protocol is called RICE, or RICE. Most people are familiar with this, but I'm gonna go through it anyway, just to remind you. First of all, R stands for rest. We have to relieve the load and the weight has to be relieved to improve pain. Obviously, crutches and bracing are some of the things we use in this stage. The main thing to remember is we want to protect the joint and support it to prevent further injury. It doesn't mean avoid all movement. All it, all it means is we should encourage pain-free movement and function that we have. The second part of the protocol is I for ice. Now, we should be applying ice packs to the area 
for a 15 minutes every two hours for the first 12 to 24 hours. Ice is helpful because it minimises the bleeding and inflammation process that occurs after the injury and also is an effective pain reliever because it numbs the area. Please remember to avoid burning the skin with an ice pack and apply a wet towel between the skin and the pack. The C or the compression part of the protocol is very important. It's one of the most important ways to reduce the swelling and improve inflammation. And applying bandaging and appropriate taping is an effective way to apply compression. The final part of the protocol is E for elevation. And elevate, elevating the limb above the hip level assists in the drainage of fluids and swelling away from the ankle. So once we've applied the RICE protocol, we know we're doing the best thing for our injury. But when is it necessary to consider seeing a doctor or a physiotherapist? The need for immediate assessment by a doctor or a physiotherapist will depend exactly on how bad the injury feels. In severe cases, where load can't be taken at all, we should suspect a possibility of a bone fracture. And if this is the case, your health professional can organise an x-ray and this can establish whether any bone damage has occurred. If the x-ray is negative, we know it's a soft tissue injury and therefore the physiotherapist is the best person to see to help you recover. To assess your injury and also to help you understand what is the appropriate time, treatment and time frame of recovery. Now we discussed before the severity of ligament damage and it can be classified in, in uh, three types. The first one, or grade one, is less than 25% tearing, and the time frame for recovery here is good, one to two weeks. If we have a grade two injury, that means we have a 25 to 50% ligament damage, or a tear, and we have a, a time frame of recovery of up to four weeks. If we have a um, grade three injury, we can have up to a six week recovery. And if we have a total ligament rupture, that's a, a more difficult one to establish a time frame for, but 12 weeks is a minimum. And an orthopedic surgeon may be required to consult with in case surgery is needed to functionally stabilize the ligament. Appropriate rehabilitation is essential for long-term recovery after ankle sprains. At Morley Physiotherapy Center, our rehabilitation model is based on my 35 years of uh, physiotherapy practice and also based on the up-to-date research and evidence that we have at hand to help us design our specific treatment and exercise programs. First stage rehabilitation requires help to improve pain and inflammation and once that stage is achieved we can move on to mobilisation and recovery of movement and flexibility in our second stage. But I think the most important one to, to uh, achieve is our third stage of rehabilitation, which is often missed out in people who don't have the physiotherapy treatment. And this, this requires functional retraining to recover the full strength and loading capacity of the leg, and also to help improve the balance and stability mechanisms that help us tolerate return to sport. If we can develop balance, stability and coordination, to allow us to all the movement patterns to be required for specific sports to be retrained, we'll be able to return to jumping, landing, and changing of direction and recovering all the motor skills that are needed 
to avoid future reef sprains and ongoing instability that I mentioned before in the 40% that have ongoing problems. So I hope this information helps you understand what you can do in the first stage of treatment and also when to know when to get um, appropriate assessment and diagnosis from your health professional. If you're needing any further advice, at Morley Physiotherapy we're only a phone call away. I hope that you feel well, move well and live well. All the best.